It's Tuesday, August 28, 2018. Torrential rain has been relentless for nearly five days, dousing the Big Island with more than 51 inches. Hawaii dodges a direct hit from record-breaking Hurricane Lane, but receives a warning about global warming. Australia's conservative prime minister ousted over climate policies, plus... Facts of global warming demand our urgent attention, especially in Washington. The complicated climate legacy of Senator John McCain. All of those complications and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. In the years ahead, we're likely to see reduced water supplies more forest fires, changes in crop production, more heat waves, and a greater intensity in storms. Wow, John McCain, 10 years ago. Too bad his colleagues didn't pay attention. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, I think we have good news, sort of, concerning Hurricane Lane and Hawaii. Well, it's good news and maybe a little bad news as well. Hawaii did dodge a direct hit over the weekend from now Tropical Storm Lane, which is now tracking back out to sea after skirting the islands and dumping historic levels of rain that triggered widespread flooding across the island chain. Many high water rescues, but thankfully no reported deaths. Lane delivered more than 51 inches of rain. That is more than four feet, mm. catapulting it into the record books as the third highest rainfall total for a tropical storm or hurricane in the United States since record keeping began nearly 70 years ago. Wow. And it hit one year to the day after Hurricane Harvey broke the all-time high rainfall record for the U.S. Well, the hits keep on coming. Yes. Having two of the top three all-time most extreme rainstorms from hurricanes occurring in just the past two years is consistent with what scientists expect from a warming climate. Hurricane Lane also brought a warning for Hawaii. Lane was only the second Category 5 storm in recorded history to pass so near to the state, but a recent study from MIT and the University of Colorado Boulder projects that due to global warming increasing ocean temperatures, the most intense tropical storms near Hawaii are now predicted to increase in frequency by about 15% per decade. But the research also said, quote, we can cut that increase roughly in half by reducing our fossil fuel emissions. But as long as we don't reduce our fossil fuel emissions, the oceans will continue to warm, these storms will continue to get more frequent and, most notably, more intense. Indeed they will. Reducing emissions will not be happening anytime soon in Australia. Sorry, mate. That's the world's biggest coal exporter. Conservative Australian Prime Minister Malcolm Turnbull was ousted from office on Friday by his right-wing climate science denier members of his own party after he attempted to set modest targets for reducing the nation's carbon emissions. Well, that'll teach him. Former liberal Australian Prime Minister Kevin Rudd, in a scathing editorial in the Sydney Morning Herald, however, also blamed Australian media, specifically Rupert Murdoch, owner of Sky News in the UK and Australia, and Fox News Channel here in the US. He accused Rupert Murdoch of using his control of Australian media to drum Turnbull out of office and block any action on climate change, calling Murdoch, quote, a cancer eating at the heart of Australian democracy. So it's not just Americans being played for suckers by Rupert Murdoch. Nope. 
Australia is also fighting an outbreak of winter wildfires, and the province of New South Wales, which supplies a quarter of Australia's agricultural output, is officially in 100% drought amid the deepest drought in more than 50 years. So all of these things, worsening storms, worsening wildfires, worsening droughts, were all things that John McCain, the 2008 Republican presidential candidate, warned us about 10 years ago before forgetting all about it. Exactly. That brings us to Republican Senator John McCain of Arizona, who passed away over the weekend. Whatever you think of his complicated legacy, we just want to note for the record that Senator McCain was the last Republican leader to push for U.S. action on climate change. In 2003 and 2005, McCain sponsored groundbreaking national cap-and-trade legislation. In 2008, as the Republican presidential nominee, McCain laid out a detailed cap-and-trade policy to curb carbon emissions and fight climate change. The facts of global warming demand our urgent attention, especially in Washington. Good stewardship, prudence and simple common sense demand demand that we act to meet the challenge and act quickly. However, after he lost the 2008 election to President Barack Obama, McCain abandoned his climate leadership role and in 2010 refused to support new cap-and-trade climate legislation in the Senate. So, literally, 2008 was the last time the Republican Party supported any real action to curb climate change. Even John McCain's vice presidential nominee, Sarah Palin, wanted to do something about climate change as well. How quickly things change. Those were the days. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Oh.